Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Talk with Jody and Dow. My name is Shaman Dow, and I am your no nonsense shaman. And today we are talking with boundaries, and this is my beautiful, beautiful, most amazing co host, Jody. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Jody. Oh, thank you so much, most wonderful Dow. I am a truth finder extraordinaire. That is the new caption I've given myself. And part of the reason is because I think that in this day and age, people, they need to know a little bit about discernment. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to keep coming back to that idea of discernment and how do you tell the truth and how can you find the truth within yourself, that type of thing. I love it. I love it. It's This is why it's called the real talk, Jody. This is called the yeah. real talk. And also, I, I was going to ask you if you wanted to explain, because when we started the podcast and this we're in season two, this is episode 10. And Isn't that amazing? I, it's, it's so it's so amazing. And I feel good. I feel so good. And it's so fluid how we have these good conversations. And it really has inspired some people who have been watching our YouTubes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's really exciting. <laughs> and in the beginning when we started, uh, which was last year, it was in December. I know. It was right? a while ago. <laughs> Your intro was you were an attorney and it, it, it transitioned because mm -hmm. you I transitioned. Have, exactly. I decided that one of the things is being a lawyer, it has a certain amount of stigma to it. And a lot of that is not positive. And I really wanted to focus on my spiritual growth. And I felt that in order to do that with other people, I wanted to portray that spiritual side of myself. And the attorney is a good thing to be from and a good discipline to understand how to look at information and be able to discern what is truth and what is not. And then how do you work with it to be able to persuade other people? Now, all that is very good. It has to do with critical thinking, all really good. But the problem is at this point in my life, now that I'm getting older, I wanted that spirituality. And so I will rever my past, but now I'm looking forward. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do that. I love that. And now you're looking forward. Oh my goodness. And today we're talking about boundaries and how important boundaries are. What are they and all that good stuff. And Jody, I wanted to ask you, did you have any definitions of boundaries ready to talk about it? Or are we just going to roll into our personal experiences and professional experiences? Well, I didn't actually have a definition, but I have a base understanding. And it goes back to remember when we started in the beginning and we talked about what is happiness, mm -hmm. people who do not allow you to be happy are those who are breaking your boundaries. If they don't allow you to be happy, they are getting in the road of your happiness. And so I always look at boundaries as being empathy in a way, because boundaries mean that the person will respect your boundaries because they'll see that you are uncomfortable or that something bothers you and they will ask, they will communicate. So when I look at boundaries, I also look at love. And love is very crucial to the lessons that we learn here on earth. And when you're in a relationship with yourself or with others, basically the number one way that we demonstrate love is actually respect. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the level of respect will tell somebody, 
how much love they have for themselves or for others. And so we're talking about boundaries. And so we're talking about, I think, more like personal boundaries and what makes us comfortable and what makes us not comfortable. And I think some boundaries are universal. You know, like you don't go and you step on somebody. That's a personal boundary. (laughs) It takes me back to times when I was on the New York ferry going across to Staten Island to Manhattan. And people, they didn't care. They would walk on you. And so, you know, you get a little bit assertive because you're like, look, you did step on my toe. You know, you have to stand up for yourself and you're trying to teach the other person. You don't have to do it in anger and start cussing at or anything. You just say, look, you stepped on my toe and make them aware of what they're doing. Another thing is like the emotional boundaries. A lot of times people may not respect somebody's emotional boundaries. They may not respect their mental boundaries. And they may not respect their spiritual boundaries. I think a lot of times people who are normal and have healthy boundaries, they're able to communicate their issues or they're able to teach somebody else what it is that bothers them so much. And they're able to thereby strengthen a relationship by doing that. Whereas there's other people, and I got to tell you, I think that probably a good 75 to 80% of the people out there do not have healthy boundaries. And so they get pushy with somebody else. And this can be financial boundaries. This can be all kinds of different ways that people do not exercise their free choice, their free will, because somebody else is trying to take it away from them. Were you taught healthy boundaries from your parents and your environment growing up? Oh, heck no. (laughs) (laughs) These are all learned things. (laughs) We didn't even have words for boundaries back then. (laughs) Live in a small place and everybody knows everybody else's business. I was about to say for myself, I grew up in a very convoluted dysfunctional family who where we did not, boundaries were not taught to us. And my parents didn't know boundaries. So I didn't know boundaries. And it was the same thing. I only learned what boundaries were from one of my first therapists in my twenties. And she gave me a book and it's called Codependent No More by Melody Beattie. Have you read that book? No, uh -uh, I haven't. She said, you need to read this book. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then over, over the last 20 years, I've been learning how to assert, hey, this feels good to me or this doesn't feel good to me. And this is my line, my boundary line. And learning it and implementing it is another animal of implementing it in your life and being secure and feeling safe to stand up for yourself. And it goes back to the respect because that's self-respect. It is absolute self-respect as you place these boundaries. And it's really interesting when we talk about boundaries, because there's a lot of people, when you talk about 75 to 80%, I'm going to say a little bit higher. I'm going to go a little bit higher. If the divorce rate in America is over 70%, I'm going to tell you this. I think it's about over 70% right now. And if that's the case, then for sure, the healthy boundary situation is probably a little bit higher than 85%. And it's a slippery slope because a lot of times when people place boundaries to a point that they can create walls and walls are there to keep perceptively you safe, but also nobody can go past the wall. 
And I was taught and I learned about the simplest story I can tell about boundaries, which I learned in my 20s. And I now teach to my clients who come to me and I look at them and they are the version of me in my 20s. And it's basically everyone has a fence. Everyone has a fence around them. And there's a door in the fence. It could be any color fence, could be any material fence, but there's a fence and there's a door and the door is there and it's unlocked and you could open it for those that you would allow to come across your boundary line into your property, into your space. And the door is also there to close it, to keep those that you choose not to have in your space. And the person who told me this story looked at me and said, you don't have a fence. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have a fence. And it's in these moments of my healing journey and my awakening. I was like, wow, how do you build a fence? How do you start? The first thing to, to start saying no, to begin saying no, because usually those without boundaries, and these are the energetic boundaries. These are your mental and emotional boundaries where you begin doing inventory of your own emotions inside and you discern between what feels good and what doesn't feel good and where the respect comes in. And this is a really great story to share in regards to boundaries. Someone also told me years ago, they told me it is similar to you having a store. It could be any store, 7-Eleven, whatever it is. And then the signs are that basically say, take whatever you need, take whatever you need. It's free. Right. And as the store owner, because a sign is there, everyone that comes in the store follows a sign and says, okay, we're taking what we want and we need. And at the end of the day, the owner, which was me at the time, I'm exhausted. I have no money to pay the bills, to pay the rent, to pay. I have nothing. And the only person I could blame were not them because I literally told them their signs that said, take whatever you need or take whatever you want. The sign was, it was me. It was me. And so learning how to stand up for myself and saying no and conserving my energy and saying, hey, by the way, if you're going to come in here and you're going to take something from me, please leave an exchange so I can pay my bills. So I could, you know, so I could support my family because I could do all the things. And a lot of people, especially healers who are in this space right now, they have a really hard time charging people for services or putting a price on the value of what they're offering because they lack understanding and boundaries, solid boundaries. Well, first of all, that was a great story. I'd never heard that before. And I I went, you know, that's really a very nice, easy way to put it. And Mm -hmm. you're right. One of the things that we look at in spirituality you're looking for energy exchanges. And if somebody is not giving you equal energy back and you feel drained, something has to change. And you've either got to set up boundaries and say, look, I don't want to spend more than two minutes with you. (laughs) You But you can't really tell them that, you know, but at least if you're conscious of that, you'll be able to avoid being in one of those situations where somebody just kind of like attaches and sucks, you know? And so instead of doing that, at least you'll have an idea of how to deal with that person. And they should get the idea by looking at how you avoid them. But once in a while, sharing energy is very nice, but, you know, sometimes it becomes overwhelming. And getting back to the business, if you own a business, you're entitled to be compensated. 
whether it be in like exchange of energy, like a, a psychic reading, or if another person has healing abilities and they do that, or you're just friends and you want to do this for somebody, those are situations. But, you know, if somebody does it for a living, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, they need to put food on that table. They need to be able to support themselves. And I am fully engaged with saying, yes, you need to do it. Me too. Me too. And I spent so many years toggling between increasing my prices and I increased them and they stayed the same for many years because I took a look at each of my clients as a case study. I didn't want to start a business when I was learning about myself and all I could do. And starting a business or going into a relationship, that takes a lot of effort and work. And when you start a business yourself, you are everything. You are the CEO, you are the COO, you are the CFO, you are the customer service, you are the sales, you are the sales manager, and everything into the support system. And one person, if you really understand business and you see it for what it is, to understand how much effort that goes into it, you are marketing, you are everything when you are the one man or one woman person, like band. And I knew doing that, it was going to take a lot of energy and focus. And for six and a half, almost seven years, my focus was being a student of the universe, learning everything I could, and also seeing how far I could take myself and my clients to their next healing journey, right? Part of the journey. Was I a stop? Was I going to be a long part of it? And this was part of my research, my independent research. And now I putting on my business hat on <laughs> and I am taking a look at everything that I have amassed in regards to my knowledge and the wisdom and the case studies and all that stuff and packaging it in a way to put it out there to sell. And before I was forced into my awakening for my spirit teams, which I love them for, I was a... <laughs> I, I was a very successful sales mortgage banker, and it was something that I'm so grateful for learning the art of sales because we all sell in every degree, right? Putting together your resume, you're selling yourself to a company. You want to get hired. It's sales. You are getting ready to go on a date and you're putting on your best foot forward. You're somehow selling yourself to this idea of going on a date. In some form or regard, we sell ourselves. And the art of sales, it's a beautiful thing. And understanding the boundary aspect of even going into sales, for example, and the business boundaries and things like that, it goes back into understanding who you are and where your boundaries lie and your really core values. And I will say a lot of people in America do not have a very solid sense of core values, given that majority of America right now come from different backgrounds of cultures intermixed with the American dream. And it's also convoluted way of existing. And when we talk about dysfunction and the intermeshment of non-existent boundaries in the emotional aspect of families... It's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack. I think that one of the things that comes to mind as you're speaking is our culture is 
one that the hostility is right below the surface. Mm. And so instead of coming out and in my time, you get angry at somebody, you go bop them in the face, you know, <laughs> and life is good, you know, because you <laughs> both come to an understanding very quickly. But the problem is that in this day and age, a lot of the confrontation is done indirectly. Mm. And a lot of times you're taught in school, don't hit. But that doesn't mean that somebody cannot bait another person and they're verbally attacking them. And that is not nice either, but that does not get near as much attention as physical violence. In my mind, I've been in family law and whenever we've had domestic violence cases, a lot of times I would see where one person is physically aggressive and the other one is mentally aggressive. And they both had their issues because they fought each other and they'd go round and round and round. But yet the one that goes to jail is the physical abuser. When I'm looking at boundaries, part of that is learning how to deal with people. Okay, like let's go back to psychology 101, right? Mm -hmm. When a person is a baby, their whole world consists of one. They do not differentiate themselves from other people or from other things or from their environment. But when they get around two years old, maybe sometimes even one, it depends on how advanced they are, but you know, they start to say, oh, well, this is me and that is mom. They will differentiate between people and then they'll start saying, this is me, this is mine. And then they differentiate, this is not me, this is not mine. And so a lot of times people who never go past that me and mine, they stay in that time and space and emotion. It's almost like dealing with a two-year-old because it's me, mine, and they don't differentiate that there are other people out there that have needs just like they do. And so that's how I look at a lot of the different types of things that uh, situations that people get in. And so when you're looking at somebody, some people may not have that capacity to be able to give you that love or that respect or anything like that, because this person is still stuck in their own little world. And I would say that with the internet and with all the different things that are happening in the schools and our society at whole, I think we're seeing more and more people revert back to that me, mine, this is my sphere, and they're not aware of anything else out here. So therefore, do they have respect for themselves? I don't know. I'm not even sure if you go that far, if you're still stuck in the me and mine. But if they do happen to want something from somebody, they seem to be able to get it, but they may be breaching boundaries because they have no social skills. They have no way to interact with other people. And so I think that boundaries are extremely needed because there's so many people that will take advantage of a person that has no boundaries as, as your beautiful story. I mean, it showed it. Everybody did walk in and they took everything from you, but did they think to give anything to you? How much did they respect you? If you could not make a living, how much did they respect you if they just walk in and take? And so therefore you have to say, this is me. This is my space. If these people do not respect my space, then I need to do something else like avoid them, or I need to find other things to do with myself 
or find other people to be with because that is not a relationship if somebody does not respect your boundaries. You said a word that I I really was like, that's huge, capacity. They don't have the capacity. And given you started off with the emotions are just boiling right underneath the surface right now. And the capacity or lack of capacity, the emotional capacity, mental capacity, the capacity within a lot of people right now could barely take in what's happening outside of them. It is so much happening outside. And when you're at capacity yourself, when we talk about the emotional aspect, because lack of boundaries, lack of understanding, lack of self-understandment, lack of self-respect, you allow and absorb whatever is being given to you. And it's anything from social media to an everyday occurrence and going to the supermarket and the cashier is having a bad day. But because of the lack of self-awareness, you think that they're projecting it or they're intentionally being angry at you. And it's really interesting because I recently just had an interaction. I mean, it was just yesterday or a couple of days ago (laughs) in regards to just thinking about boundaries and social media in itself. And as we put ourselves out there, me and you, Jody, we're putting ourselves out there and we've spoken about this. I was very private, Jody, very private. Also, we were very private people. We stepped out of our comfort zone and doing this and putting ourselves out there to the public's eye on YouTube and Spotify. We're available on Spotify and <laughs> YouTube <laughs> and Google and Apple, and Apple iTunes. Shameless plug. <laughs> We put ourselves in a vulnerable state because it's public. Is the public space a safe space? No, it's not. You put yourself out there and it's a free for all. You literally become fair game. And I was thinking about this recently because I barely put myself out on social media before in regards to my work and things like that. It was more of, I'm over in this country And here's a picture of me drinking some type of coffee. Recently, I triggered some people in a community and it was because of my chewing habits and I was eating and chewing and the community, I triggered a couple of the members were the misophonia, misophonia community. And I was eating, I was talking into my TikTok. The message was good because they stated your message is really great and we loved it. But the snacking and the chomping, it really triggered me. And I cannot, I don't want to listen. And I said, okay, right? And I thought about it and I really reflected upon this. And yes, it is basic etiquette to not talk with your mouth open. (laughs) Jody, I agree. I absolutely agree. I feel like I grew up with animals. And so, you know, we learn. (laughs) Learning is an evolving process. Will I be chomping on chips and opening my mouth and talking in the camera later? Probably not, but it's an evolution, right? We evolve. And I really thought, and I reflected upon this and the response I received in my video responses to those who came into my space, came on my page, and they were pressing their own stuff into my space. And I said, the easiest thing would be to turn down the volume to read the captions and move on. And somebody told me, somebody said, if you don't respect yourself, at least speak to others with respect. 
pretty sure called me a psychopath. Oh, well, how would they know? <laughs> yeah. Or, or like an egomaniac. And I, I said, wow, that's so extreme. That's like such an extreme way to even talk about it because I'm very clear. I'm very clear with who I am. And if you present something to me, I am going to dissect it. But most people don't want the dissection. Most people don't want to see what they're saying to me and I'll take it for what it is. And then I will just push it right back in a different manner, in a different perspective. That's not in a personal opinion, but a professional way that I've been dissecting for eight years. And people did not like that. And because I've been more available on social media, let's say for the last year, as I was resting, I was sitting there and I was like, wow, a lot of people really press their belief system or limiting beliefs and perceptions on others. So I made it a point to say, hey, if you're going to go on social media, make sure that you stand with your integrity and you don't sway when someone doesn't like what you're doing, because that's your videos. It's your channel. <laughs> they didn't like <laughs> or whoever was responding to like what I was saying either, Jody. And I'm the bad person. And the person who was talking about respect was like, if you can't respect yourself, respect someone else. And I said, isn't this me respecting me and having self-respect for me and putting a solid boundary line, right, Jody? I think that there's different rules and society has different rules. If you're talking to a bunch of computer nerds that are sitting there and they're <laughs> they're sitting there and they're eating away, I mean, that's that's a way of life. You know, it's part of knowing your audience mm -hmm. and you could have given the same speech to them and it wouldn't have mattered at all. But you're right. Being in the public limelight, oh my word, you know, I was so afraid to come out and speak because I had been an attorney and you get a really thick skin. I think part of life is learning how to be vulnerable because what you're doing is you're trying to connect with other people. And you can't really do that if you're like the know-it-all, <laughs> you know, the, the person that people come to for information. You can't, you're not the one who just really connects on a mental and emotional and that spiritual level. And that's one of the things that a person does, you know, with their boundaries. Okay. Having boundaries and saying, okay, this is my space. And nobody is going to tell me. I've had people just say all sorts of wonderful things to me. And as a webmaster too, you know, webmaster of one of the most spiritual websites on the planet. Some people are just triggered and you just say, well, that's their problem. I mean, really, if they try to push it onto me, it's like triangulation. And it's like, well, why do I want to absorb their energy? Forget it. They can keep it. Social media, I feel that, for example, TikTok has over a billion users a month. We have 8 billion people in the world and TikTok has 1 billion users a month. There's so many people that are going to come from different backgrounds, different perceptions, different cultures, everything. And I have been observing and consuming content when I see people put themselves out there and they didn't start off with a very clear intention of why they went on social media anyways. They went on there to try it out. They got famous. They went viral. And I've seen people just lose themselves in this wave of just absolute fame. And because there was no clear mission and foundation of who they are and what they wanted to put out there. 
And it's so important now to really understand who you are. And when you post something, know who your audience is and everyone else who's not your audience, you need to have a clear boundary and say, well, good luck to you. And then you wish them well. Yeah, exactly. I will say that I have been a person who's been non-confrontational my entire life because my parents raised me that way. And we, I, we, that I makes used boundaries to, very hard, very hard people pleaser. Yes. Codependent. <laughs> yes. You know, I used to say, I'm sorry all the time. And I realized I was conditioned to say, sorry, in the change of the environment that happened around me, that wasn't because of me. And that makes life difficult to live in your sovereignty, being your authentic self and knowing who you are. Because if you're sorry for the change of air around you, and you're saying sorry for that, when someone bumps into you, it's been really difficult my entire existence to stand up for myself. And now coming out in a public space, I know, I know that I'm like, hey, this is my boundary line. This is what I'm saying. And I'm dissecting it with you if you choose to. But if you're coming into my space, and you're trying to smear whatever it is on my screen, not having it, not today. And if they do, I actually make a learning lesson out of every comment to teach <laughs> others how to stand their ground, which most people don't really enjoy being the subject of a learning lesson, but it's public space. It's public space, right? Well, a lot of times those people that are coming at you, they want to do the talking and you just have to say, excuse me. This is my podcast. And because of that, you can go to your podcast and say anything you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, These are really good lessons. It's a really good talk because there's so many YouTube videos on what are boundaries. I said people can be brutal. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Just nasty. And it's so important to talk about it. And, you know, the implementation of everything that we learn is so important because you could hear all you want about boundaries, but until you start taking action of saying no and deep diving into who you are and really doing an honest inventory of your own emotional reactions so they can become emotional responses, that's where... I'm going to say it gets fun, but a lot of times there's more unraveling to do. Before it gets fun. There's a lot of hard work with that. It's I mean, nobody, that's, that's one of those things that nothing comes for free. And that is the school of hard knocks. I mean, <laughs> you just don't come with instructions, <laughs> neither do your kids. <laughs> you, know? so you really do an awful lot of learning that way. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for this journey of not only understanding and seeing myself or who I am and where I came from, but also learning how to unravel and unfold to set better boundaries for myself and, and that's self-respect and self-love. And I love the fact that you also had to teach yourself what boundaries were, and it's a process. It's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else you would like to add before we sign off? I think that's about it. Just stay the course and respect yourself. Because once you really learn to respect yourself, you'll understand when others are not treating you with respect, when they're using their position 
to actually assert control over you. That to me, I look at things as energetically when they don't respect my boundaries and they're trying to push themselves on me. I'm really acute with that. I mean, I really feel it. I would say that just learn who you are, like Dow was saying, and by learning who you are and what you stand for, what you won't stand for, and then you can adjust your life accordingly. Some wise words from Jody Long, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We bless you and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye.